Hello and welcome back to the Without a Ring podcast. You're back for episode two, a couple months later. Today we're going to talk about this last week in football, the Sunday night game especially, and then we're going to preview this Thursday night game coming up. So, firstly, the Eagles lost to the Seahawks 24-10. to The Eagles were 10-1, and favorites to win the NFC, but... They uh, they lost really badly to the to the Seahawks team that, to be honest, is not in great shape. So I don't I don't really know what happened apart from the fact that the Eagles turned it over every single time they could, pretty much every important every important moment in the game. So I just it's just one of it was just one of those games for Philly, you know. Wentz, I've seen a lot of people say that Wentz had his worst game, which is probably true. But man, did he was he he was great at times out there. It was insane. That one drive to to bring it back to I think it was seventeen ten. It was it it was immaculate. The one of the best drives I've seen Carson put up this whole year. But it's just. These little mistakes, every key moment in the game that got us, that got the Eagles really badly. Like, how, how the Carson drives the ball down the field, we're running the ball okay, and then he fumbles it on the goal line, and it gets kicked out of bounds, of course. So, there's that drive, gone, wasted. And of course, after that turnover, the Seahawks turn around and score seven points, so it's a 14-point swing, making it almost impossible for the Eagles to come back. And, I mean, I guess it was still possible. But you could tell that just took it all. You, you could tell that took all the energy out of this team. Even after we scored that that long touchdown drive when Carson was practically falling on his, on his side and he threw that bomb to Aguilar. You could, it's just after that fumble, nothing was the same. I've also seen a lot of people say that Philly's done. Especially people in Philly, like Philly fans, and I just don't understand. Like you know, this ten, this team is ten and two, right? Have you forgot? Did you forget the the you know the little nine game winning streak we went on? Because I know it's been a while since they lost, but I mean, anyway. So that was that. Bad game, bad performance, bad mistakes sloppy game I mean I understand the refs weren't the best but you gotta start playing a cleaner game at that point it's just ridiculous amount of penalties on the Eagles anyway let's just let's just get into this uh the other slate of games starting with the Thursday night game the Redskins and the Cowboys now the Eagles could have clinched if the Cowboys would have lost I mean they could have clinched if they won against the Seahawks the NFC East they could have clinched if they won against the Seahawks, but could have clinched it a little bit earlier if the Cowboys won. And it was looking real ugly in the first half because the Redskins were turning it over constantly and the Cowboys just couldn't capitalize. It was... It, Dak looked like he did the past few weeks. He couldn't move the field down, the ball downfield. The, the running game was... It was okay, but it did get better as the game went on. But the Redskins just played awful. 
I understand that your half your line is like kids off the street, but I mean, still bad game for the Redskins. Not that great of a game for the Cowboys, but they ended up blowing out the Redskins, 30-38-14. Dak Prescott still only threw for a hundred, threw like for a hundred yards this week, so he's not looking great. I still think he's a pretty good quarterback. It's just I don't know. There's something up. Next, we got the the 11 a.m. games on Sunday, which st- we started off with the Vikings and the Falcons. And, I mean, the Vikings D, man. It is crazy. I, I That defense, I mean, the Falcons' offense looked like it was back the past few weeks, and then they go into Minnesota or, I think, wherever they played. And, I mean, they just can't put up points. I... I I mean, the Vikings only scored 14, and they won. And that game never looked like it was uh, not close. It was close. It just wasn't. It never looked like the Falcons were going to win that game. Anyway, Case Keenum continues to look like a number one quarterback, a sure thing, which I never thought I'd say for Case Keenum. But, man, is he looking? He's looking solid. Teddy Bridgewater better be, I mean, I don't know when he's a free agent, but if Case Keenum keeps playing like this, he'll get signed to a good deal after this season, especially if they win some playoff games. Adam Thielen's looking great. He's looking like a top five receiver too. I mean, that last play to seal the game off, he absolutely, he he destroyed that corner. The corner, he didn't even know, he didn't have a chance. There was, there was, as soon as, as soon as he snapped the ball, you knew Thielen was going to get that slant easy. The corner just, he was shook. He was shook. Uh, next one was the Lions and the Ravens. I didn't watch a lot of this one, but it looked like it was during halftime, right before halftime, it looked like it was getting close. The Lions drove down the field a couple times, and they just didn't score again, I'm pretty sure, after that. It's just, uh, I mean, I don't know what's up with the Lions. They start good. Matt Stafford, I mean, maybe it's because I think Matt Stafford's a little banged up, but Matt Stafford looked like an early MVP candidate. The Lions look like an early playoff team. Now maybe they make it, maybe they don't. Probably not, unless they win out, and even then. Um, just the Lions don't have enough of, uh, apart from Matt Stafford, they don't, got, they don't, have, they don't have offense. Their running game looked okay in the early season, but it's tailed off to almost nothing. And that's almost the same thing for the Ravens. I mean, sometimes I feel like they could be an e- they could easily make the playoffs, and sometimes it looks like they could finish last in the NFC AFC North. Like they look as bad as the Browns sometimes. Like they've been doing pretty good these past few games, so maybe they'll ride their hot streak into the playoffs and win a couple. But Joe Flacco is also not looking that good still after those couple seasons he had but I mean we'll see they look okay now we'll see if they can keep it going on to the Patriots and the Bills the Bills never really had a chance in this game right like they I mean it doesn't help that uh you know Tyrod Taylor got carted off the field which it looks like he might be okay he might not might not be a serious injury but I mean, it's the Patriots. What can you expect? Although, 
that hit at the end by Rob Gronkowski, that was, man, I don't think I've seen a hit so intentional after the play is done in my life. Like, I've seen some pretty nasty in-play stuff, you know, with Perfect and all those, and the Steelers and the Bengals especially, but he just, like, the, the play was dead, and then he, like, ran, just... It's like, it was out of frustration. You could tell. I'm not saying, I mean, I don't know what kind of person Rob Gronkowski is, but he was just, you could tell he was angry at a lot of things, I guess, because he just, he drove into into the corner. Just straight drove his shoulder into the corner. But, I mean, Patriots 10-2, and probably make the Super Bowl again this year. Steelers looking not that great sometimes, so we'll see how that turns out. 49ers Bears. It was, a, it was a close game. I thought Garoppolo would do a little bit better in his in his in his opener. He didn't do bad, but you know. Uh I mean they won on on five field goals. So I mean I don't know what to say. And I mean, every week that passes, Mitch Trubisky looks worse. I don't I mean he looked okay at the beginning, looked better. And it looked like he was getting better. And these last few games, he's just tailed off. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to expect from Trubisky anymore. I thought maybe he would be a, a decent NFL starting quarterback, but, I mean, maybe he can surprise us like Jared Goff did. But it's looking a little bleak. On to the next game: the Buccaneers and the Packers. Man, I thought the Bucks had this game. It, I mean, Brett Hundley was playing awful 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 football and then you I, I Aaron Jones just takes off on that last play for the touchdown and it it looked like that was it was pretty good running cuz i mean Jamal Williams also he played he he had a good he had a good game probably the only reason they stayed in the game up to that point to get to even get into overtime i don't know Brett Hundley looks he looks serviceable some weeks, and he looks he looks awful the other week. Uh, we'll we'll see where the Packers go. They probably won't make the playoffs until unless they win out and someone. I think they they need help if they need if they want to go into the playoffs. Um, but if Aaron Rodgers comes back next week, not this week, but next week, we'll see. Uh, we'll we'll see if they make the playoffs. The Jags and the Colts finished thirty to ten. Not a surprise there. What was a surprise, though, was Bortles not being awful. I mean, Bortles looked like a quarterback. <laughs> Maybe not for the first time this year, but it does not happen very often. He threw for 300 yards. His completion percentage was okay, and he scored, and he didn't throw an interception. I mean, Blake Bortles didn't throw an interception? I mean, he went, his TD, his TD to interception ratio was two. Two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Leonard Fournette continues to look like a a good NFL running back and that Jags defense continues to look elite like the number one defense in the league next is the former number one defense in the league the Broncos versus the Dolphins but the, the these Dolphins looked awful these Broncos looked awful and these Dolphins made these Broncos look even worse I I don't even have much to say about this game it's just two bad teams going up against each other and then blow out so no, that was bad. Bad game overall. I mean, maybe you got some decent fantasy points out of that Dolphins performance, but that's about it. Chiefs-Jets. This one was interesting. The Chiefs, who started 5-0, and 
have dropped six of their last seven games to go six and six. I mean, and they lost to the Jets. I know these Jets don't don't look awful, but man, they uh, they just a bunch of those penalties at the end. Like, I thought this team was supposed to be disciplined. I thought this team was supposed to be good, and then that happens. And then Marcus Peters throws a flag into the into the, in the stands, which made it even worse. Then I don't know if he thought he got ejected or if or if they told him to go back to the locker room, but he came back out. So I maybe he went by himself. I don't know. He came out without he came back out without socks. So that was interesting. The for once Alex Smith didn't make the Chiefs lose. They scored thirty one points. Threw for three. He threw for over three hundred yards. Four touchdowns. Played a pretty good game, but the def- that Chiefs defense is not looking great. It, uh, I mean, thirty-eight points to the Jets, to the Jets. Josh McCown, who's not a scrub. I'm not. I'm not saying he's a scrub, but he's not very good. We'll go to the, next is the AFC South matchup: the Texans and the Titans. The Titans fighting for that first place with the Jags. Uh, I didn't watch this game at all. I'm not going to lie. But the stat line does not look great for either team. Except for Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry looked like he had a great game. But this helps the Titans keep pace with the Jags. And I think they have this. Yeah, I think they got the division on a on a, on a head-to-head tiebreaker. So we'll see how that one plays out. Jags look good. Titans look like the most average 8-4 team I've seen in my life. We'll see. And then the 0-12 Browns play the the hot, the red-hot Chargers, who only won 19-10. But, I mean, was this game ever really in question? It's the Browns. The Chargers look great. They look like they'd probably make the playoffs, maybe over the Chiefs. Maybe they'll even win that division. I don't know. But Phillip Rivers had another good game. Keenan Allen has got 100 receiving yards for, I think, the third straight game, which is crazy. Keenan Allen's going off. It's a good game for him, especially if you had him in fantasy. That was a good week for you. Then another divisional matchup: the Saints and the Panthers. Saints beating the Panthers 31-21. Uh, Cam Newton didn't throw for that much, but it looked like he had a pretty efficient game. Threw for two touchdowns, no interceptions. It's just that Saints running game is crazy. I mean, their two running backs got over a hundred yards, and they scored three touchdowns and like together. And then Drew Brees didn't have a bad night either. I mean, this Saints team, when Drew Brees has it and that running game is on, they are hard to beat. That that defense isn't great, but it's definitely serviceable, if not good. So that is a scary matchup for anyone in the in the NFC in the NFC picture playoff picture. Another divisional <laughs> matchup: the Rams and the Cardinals. Surprisingly, Blaine Gabbert doesn't look like garbage. Like he did when he played for the Jags. And Jared Goff's having himself a good year too. I haven't really talked about that because we haven't recorded an episode. But he's having a very good year. Never thought he would bounce back like this. I think we talked about him in the first episode. And we talked about how bad he was. But man, is he looking good. He's looking good. He's got a lot of touchdowns. Don't for yards. He's got a very good yards per attempt. His QB rating's a little bit below. I think he's top... 10, 15 in QB rating, but I mean, he's having a good season, and 
I mean, that Rams offense is having a good season. Todd Gurley is back in his rookie form, and he's looking great. Um, the Cardinals looked like they had a chance, maybe, but this game was a blowout pretty much the whole the whole time. Blaine, like I said, Blaine, Grab- Blaine Gabbert looks okay sometimes, but the Cardinals aren't going to make the playoffs. I mean, they're definitely not now. The best they can do is 9-7. and seven. I don't think that's going to get you playoffs in the NFC. The next game, Giants losing to the Raiders 24-17. Geno Smith started this game at an interesting post, post-game conference. We'll, we'll talk about the game first. Marshawn Lynch had another 100-yard rushing day. Derek Carr looked pretty good. No interceptions for him. But, uh, I mean... Pretty boring game, to be honest. I mean, the Giants look like they're throwing in the towel, putting Geno Smith in. Although they said they're going to start Eli Manning this week, so I have no idea with these with the Giants. I don't know what their what their what their plan is. If they're trying to move on from Eli or not. Maybe that was just a McAdoo thing, who also got fired along with their GM this week. We'll see. We'll see how that turns out. We'll see how long uh, how long Eli stays in New York. Well, with the Giants at least. Uh, lastly, the Steelers and the Bengals, Monday night, very ugly game in terms of, uh, you know, it was real chippy, which the Steelers were losing 17-0 or 17-3 at halftime, which was, like, I didn't start watching until the second half, and I'm like, are you, like, I looked at the box score, I'm like, I'm gonna go watch this game, 17-0, Bengals? It's like, Andy Dalton must be having a game. And then the Bengals scored one field goal, and the Steelers scored 20 points in the second half. So, yeah, the uh, Steelers did not play well. I mean, they did in the second half, but not encouraging for your number two seed in the AFC. Lastly, we're going to preview the Saints and the Falcons. It's a Thursday night game tomorrow night. No, or tonight, because I'm going to upload this on a Thursday. So this game jumped or it opened at a plus two, or a negative two. It, it was a two-point favorite for the Falcons, and it has swung all the way into it being a one and a half point favorite to the Saints. Now I'm probably gonna take the Saints with the points because one and a half is nothing. I mean, if you went on a field goal, you're gonna get more than one and a half. But I guess that doesn't really work out sometimes. But with the numbers and the scores, but. I think it's going to be at least a 3.1 for the Falcons, for the Saints. Easily. Write it down right now. Point back, point blank, period. Saints win, and they win by more than one and a half. But uh, it should be a good game, for the most part. I mean, I mean, I guess if the Falcons play like they did the last couple of weeks instead of this last week, they should, it should be a good game. And if they hold the Saints running backs, because those running backs are looking great. Anyway, I was going to do it here on this episode of the Without a Ring podcast. We uh, we previewed the, we recapped Sunday night, we recapped all the scores, and uh, yeah, we'll try, I'll try to, I'll try to get Tyler back on here, record before Sunday's games, and we'll, we'll preview, and we'll react to the Saints-Falcons game. I'll try to get it out on Friday. Record it tomorrow. We'll either we'll, we'll try to we'll, we'll try to get it out Friday night, if not Saturday night, or maybe it'll just be me again. Uh, but I'll try to get Tyler. So with that, I will see you all next time. <laughs>